0: Welcome to the Jody and Jess Mad Mom and Daughter podcast designed to inspire, uplift, and add a little motivation into your busy day. Here is the dynamic mom and daughter duo, Jodi
1: and Jess. Hello and welcome to the Jody and Jess Mad Podcast. I'm Jess Plushka. And I'm Jody Plushka. And kind of on the topic of simple living today, imagine this scenario. It's Friday the 13th in July. You're sitting there, you're watching a scary movie, and you get an alert on your phone that there's a severe thunderstorm watch coming. Now, what would you do? I'd go outside. (laughs) Yes. Like most normal people, you would take your dogs for a walk and anticipate that it's going to rain, going to thunderstorm, while nobody else is out there, and you're walking with an umbrella... And no, no, no. As soon as we saw it was coming within
0: 30 minutes, we had our shoes on, the leashes on the dogs, and we were out the door. Because that's what you're supposed to do.
1: Yeah, obviously. You walk with your flashlight and all these cars are driving by you and they look at you like, what are you possibly doing out here? It's thundering, it's lightning, but there wasn't any rain. So I didn't see why why it wasn't good optimal walking environment. No, but my favorite part, I guess... Talking about the simple living, I guess my mom taught me,
0: we have a, a summer home up north and every time the ominous clouds would roll in and the thunder would start and the lightning and all the boats would be like, and all the boats would be, you know, like running to the dock into the piers and people would be running in the house. And there we were sitting in the boat or on the end of the pier waiting for the clouds and waiting for the storm to come in.
1: Yeah, I mean, unlike most people, most people probably would retreat into their home, like, you know, maybe using their brain, but that, that's not us. We don't do that. We storm chasers. <laughs> no, I know. But I think that's part of the simple living thing is is being able to appreciate
0: the really awesome things of life. I guess the reason we're talking about this, people are probably wondering, you know, what are we talking about here? We did a beta test and we were asking people, hey, you know, what kind of topics do you want to hear about? And I think the most prominent one was everybody wanted to hear about um, our relationship and the simple living, like how we have such a a really cool relationship. And no matter what we do, we have fun together. So that's pretty much what we're talking about. We're just going to be giving you a whole bunch of really cool information. And like last night, what did we do last night after we were done with our walk?
1: Well, we came home and it was just starting to rain and like most normal people, we just laid on the driveway and let the rain fall on us. <laughs> I know, but it's so cool. I think it's so
0: liberating, just sitting there and and feeling the little drops of rain. And and on the way home, we were kind of like counting the rain. Oop, I got one on my little bald head. Oop, I got one on my lip. You know, I mean, it's just the little things. It's that mindfulness of of the simple things. And call us crazy, but hey, it's what makes us happy. So what about when we went up north this past weekend and we saw the loon on the lake?
1: Yeah, there was just like erroneous loon. I haven't, God, I've been going up there. You've been going up there your whole life. I've been going up there for my entire life of 22 years and I've never seen a loon. Have you ever seen a loon up there? No, that was the first time. Yeah, he was like alone. And then all of a sudden we went up to him and now we have technology, which is awesome. So we pulled up YouTube and pulled up a loon call and played it for him. And he actually was talking back to us. It was just really cool to hear and embrace that that nature. The only sad thing was we thought he was alone, but eventually he was diving under the water and he would disappear. And I kept thinking, oh my God, he he's, did he get down, go down and drown? Like I know, because they can up. hold their breath for like three or four minutes. I think it's like an upward of 10 minutes. It's ridiculous. Oh, really? Yeah, oh it's like it's crazy. But the point of me telling you that is he resurfaced and we've kind of followed him slowly behind him with the boat. And found that he actually did have a mate, which was really cute. And then they were swimming together and then they were both dive and you disappear and you're like, oh my God, where did they go? (laughs) I know that was so cool. And then the same weekend, we were
0: riding in the boat and we saw a bald eagle and he was soaring around and and we saw the the male and then we saw the female. And it was so cool because you could see his big white
1: head. And I I mean, we have a whole bunch of eagles that are living up there now. I think there were about three or at least three or four of them that were just flying around and they're just so majestic and then they land in the tree and like the whole tree ranch falls down because they're so big and heavy i and know just... their wingspan my god their wingspan has to be like six feet or more
0: and then of course we went to the other side of the lake and we were sitting there in the pontoon boat just lounging and that's the best part of being an entrepreneur is i get to set my own hours and jess and i get to take off and and spend a month up at the lake which is so much fun but we got to see a deer it was a little buck
1: Yeah, that was really cool to see as well because I had never ever seen that in my life And he just came down and he was taking a drink and minding his own business and and it was just very very cool to see
0: Yeah, it's something that you know nature we're really lucky because we live in Wisconsin and being able to go up north is is I think it's really a privilege so how about when we went out to the sandbar that was really cool and we could see those big schools of fish everywhere and it's a (laughs) it's kind of a really interesting feeling if you've ever had the the little fish that like eat the the skin off when you get a pedicure people
1: pay money for that that's like a big thing now like I've seen that on videos I think on Facebook and people go and I don't know exactly the name of it but it's like somewhere along, along the lines of a fish pedicure like you put your feet in this bucket of water full of like little minnow like fish and they eat the dead skin off of your feet kind of gross but we got it for free it's we got nature, nature baby I know but it's weird
0: cause you sit there And you kind of like, you can sit in the water because it was like 95 degrees. So we're sitting in the water and then they come and like peg you off on the thigh and then they like peg you off on the the calf and then they start, you know, nibbling on your feet. And it's such an eerie feeling. It's the weirdest (laughs) feeling.
1: And then the worst is is the bigger (laughs) fish. The bluegill that we have in our lake are about the size of your hand and they come and when they nibble on you, you get scared. Not that it hurts.
0: No, but it's scary. And then anytime, like talk about Friday the 13th, when you're watching a scary movie, like I've watched movies where I've seen, like, you know, people like swim to the middle of the lake and like every scary movie, like Friday the 13th, like Jason comes out or, or the big a monster. Yeah. yeah, the monster like sucks you under. I'm convinced we have one of those in our lake. I know. And I was, when I was a little kid, I always. I would get scared. I had like this one whole summer. I was so afraid, like when I'd go in the middle of the lake that the big eel was going to like wrap around my leg and like pull me under and like I would die. Do you think there was a shark
1: too? You're like, (laughs) there's (laughs) freshwater sharks. I did.
0: I did. Then somebody told me about freshwater sharks. And of course I was little, you know, I was like nine or 10. And so then for the longest time I would look for sharks and I'm like, I know there are sharks in here. And I was so afraid of...
1: Of getting eaten by
0: a shark. You're the same
1: person, though, as a little kid who you were telling me you didn't have flashlights, but yet you could walk through the world's scariest woods without a flashlight and just use the moon as your guide. Are you kidding me? Yes, we did.
0: Oh, my God. You know, we were watching The Ritual last night. That's entertaining. It's about these three guys that um, decide to take a trip through Sweden and they're heading towards Norway. Um, And I won't tell you the rest, but they have to go through the woods. And it did. It reminded me of the woods up north. And once again, when we're little, I mean, the only thing we had to worry about when we were little was Ed Gein. I know.
1: He only lived like a couple miles away. Yeah, (laughs) he
0: lived like seven miles away in Plainfield, Wisconsin. And okay, so Ed Gein was known as the Butcher of Plainfield. And what he was known for was digging up corpses in the graveyard. And so he knew a neighbor would be dead. And so he would dig them up. And he'd skin them, and he'd have like different trophies and keepsakes with bones and skin. And there's like pictures if you ever check out the Butcher of Plainfield
1: book. He actually made lamp shades out of people's skin, and I think one of them actually had like someone's nipple on it. You could see. Yeah, they did. They did. It was so gross. <laughs> and chairs. Yeah. He'd like make chairs out of their skin. And in the book,
0: um, one of the most famous pictures was the stove, and on the stove was a liver. Oh. And, oh, he would take over liver, and he would say they were deer liver to his neighbors, and he he would give them oh, the liver, and they were liver of, of this female that um, had passed, and he took out her liver and gave it to him. So, yeah, so when we were up north, I don't know how we got <laughs> on that tangent, but... <laughs> because you, you were we, walking out walking, there, you're living by this guy. Yeah, when we were little, we used to go down to the beach and we used to go crayfish hunting, and we take a five-gallon bucket and we go in the water. You know, we never even wore shoes back then; like our feet were so acclimated. We got to spend three months out of the year, um, my mom, my brother, and I, um, up at the lake, and my dad would just, you know, come back in uh, on the weekends. Um, so it was, it was really cool. But yeah, we'd walk down the driveway, no flashlights, nothing. And we have our our road is about a quarter of a mile of thick woods, and so they just took, um, I guess. My parents, we had like 30 acres, and my uncles on one side with 10 acres were in the middle with another 10 and my our their friend was on the other side with the other 10 so they just took bulldozers and they went down they had somebody remove um, the trees you know and we have a really long driveway but when we were kids we had we never used flashlights we didn't have phones we didn't have we didn't have anything so my most fun part of going up north with you is getting rid of the electronics
1: yeah which is really fun for me making me walk in the woods at night i feel like i'm going to get killed <laughs> i know it's so different but when we, we were kids that
0: was like the last thing you would ever had to think about, except Ed Gein, yeah. you know, being seven <laughs> miles away. <laughs> but we didn't know about that, of course, you know, right that's away. That's the best part. Yeah, we didn't know about that. Our parents didn't really p- parents didn't really talk about that. But that that was that's the best part of all is being able to go up there and talk about simple living. I mean, truly we don't have cell service. So (laughs) none. it's like impossible when somebody tries to text you or, you know, I have people saying, oh, can you give me a call or, you know, I'm going to drop you an email. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, I'll I'll look at that when we get back on Tuesday. The reason that we're talking about all these things is trying to really get people to think about some fun things that they could do as well to help them with simple living. Um, Simple living doesn't mean, you know, giving up like we do, like you just don't have that cell phone. And the best part of all is we have dish which really
1: is terrible it's like, <laughs> there's like no cable up there because no, we're in the yeah. middle of nowhere so so we have yeah i mean it's very antiquated you have the dish and it's down on the beach, which now has maybe a foot away from the water because the water came up so much. So we're hoping it doesn't get drowned in the water. But anyway, the, this dish is on the beach and you have to point it just at a certain way so that it reaches the sky. Otherwise, you will not have any TV or anything. No. Like, and so
0: we get like one station from yeah. network.
1: Diners, drive-ins, and dives. That's all they
0: play. <laughs> <laughs> Triple D. <laughs> so... It's so funny. So when we go up there, we have to like clear a path, like make sure the, you know, there is a big pine tree now that's growing right next to the water. So we have to keep like moving and pulling it back so we can actually watch TV, but which we don't try to watch TV. We yeah, actually... It's a sin to watch TV No, it is. There. My grandma, when we, when we were little, we used to play 31, like we'd have cards or gin rummy or go fish and, you know, things like that. And so... You know, I I took a a deck of cards out and and, and just didn't even have any idea what they were. She said, oh, not true. (laughs) (laughs) Not true. But still, it's, you know, it's fun just getting back to that's why a lot of people like camping, which. I could not too. I we
1: tried that one time and it was in our backyard and I wanted to die. It was the worst
0: ever. I think at four in the morning we ended up getting up and going back inside the yeah, house. It was really
1: eventful. Even with an air mattress, it just was so uncomfortable. And I guess you can call me a girl because I didn't want to be outside <laughs> in the wilderness. But That's the only just girly girl thing. It wasn't for me. I <laughs> think I think you can have just as much fun out in the middle of the woods in a house. Yeah. Just as scary. I know. Yeah. Well, but a
0: lot of people like that. That's true. And I can totally understand how they like it. I mean, just because we're spoiled and have a cottage, I can understand how other people really like that. Getting back to, you know, just hanging out in a tent and, you know, being grungy and not having to shower <laughs> and going to the bathroom in the woods and <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but the the best part is the campfire.
1: Yeah, we yeah, that's one of the big things that we love to do is we love to have bonfires up at our summer home and um our neighbors who are also our family, you know, always invite us over and that's just that's one of the cool things that you know, is still alive and running But away. what's the
0: best part of having a bonfire is the s'mores. Yeah, the s'mores
1: that we can't have now that we're eating keto. <laughs> I know, roasting the marshmallows. I think I just might cheat just once. Yeah, maybe once. Yeah, another one of my favorite things definitely is going back to the storms, but the storms up north are like next level awesome. <laughs> they yeah. are so powerful. You stand there, and the pine trees, you're in the forest, and the pine trees sway back and forth. And my fear is that they're gonna fall. I'm telling you, one day they're gonna fall over. Of
0: course, when grandpa built our deck, he built our deck around the tree.
1: Yes, so it's literally, I mean, I would say literally a centimeter away from touching it, yet it still hasn't touched all So let's years. explain that a
0: little bit better. So we have this big, beautiful deck. And in the middle of our deck is a huge, probably 250 foot pine tree that comes out of it and <laughs> when the wind hits there's probably about i would say maybe
1: like six inches in a diameter on each side of that tree yeah, so when cut it a sways hole in the deck so that the tree can come through the deck isn't
0: that nice That's instead so of cutting nice. down i like yeah. that too I do. Thanks, Dad. But yeah, so but when it sways, it like literally touch, almost touches the deck because it sways, you know, back and forth. It's
1: like another wonder of the world, really. Like how it doesn't touch the deck is beyond me. For I 22 know. years, I've wondered, it's <laughs> going to touch and it just never has touched it. <laughs> it
0: is. Oh, and so we talked about like going out last night, Friday the 13th, to take a walk because it was going to rain. I mean, but when we're up at the summer home, as soon as it's going to rain, the first thing we do is we go out on the deck or go down to the pier. And last weekend, and we were standing on the deck and we were getting like pegged off by like branches and like and pine
1: cones and yeah the wind just picked up and when you're in the forest you can't I mean there's just tons of pine needles and pine cones and like all kind of debris that just fly through the air and hit you in the head and it's but that's like, so
0: cool yeah, that's, that's part cool of part. the simple living I thought that was so it's just so awesome and I took a video looking up at the trees and you know it's just watching them sway and then feeling those big raindrops like come through the trees and It's so cool. And the best thing is after the storms, when everything clears up and it's nighttime and there's no light pollution at all out there, so you can lay on the deck and you can watch the stars. Yeah,
1: that's the best thing. That's one of our favorite things to do in the entire world is to just lay and watch the stars. It's just fascinating. It is. It's
0: so cool. I mean, just think, like, when you think of all your everyday problems and all the stress that you have, and if you just stop, drop, (laughs) literally... (laughs) At nighttime, try to go out to the country, go out someplace that you can just look up at the stars and think how insignificant your little problems are for the day compared to this huge universe. I mean, we're just these little specks of sand and there's this huge, vast outer space. And when I do that, when I'm like really stressed out about something, I do that. And I think to myself, you know, I have to just get away from the immediate thoughts of the stress and the overwhelm. And just kind of think about the bigger picture of things. Like we're just these little specks of sand. (laughs) It's true. It is. But the last time, well, last year, we had such a cool experience when we were laying on the pier.
1: In August, you see a ton of meteor showers. Yeah, it was one of the really big meteor showers. So we were laying there and, you know, unlike a shooting star, which is really faint, there were these big blue like globs like flying through the sky. And at one point... There was one that I can't even describe how big it is. I mean, it was, like, bigger than a car, bigger than a house. And it just came, like, flying down. Like, I thought it was going to fall into the earth. It was, like, the biggest, bluest, brightest thing I've ever seen. I was just, like, freaked out. I thought for sure the world was going to come crumbling down. That was And we both were like, Like, oh, my God. It was so cool. It was so awesome.
0: I mean, and then there was another time which this is a whole nother, I guess, a whole nother show, <laughs> but we really did. We both saw the light that went down
1: and then it went up and yeah, then it, it went looked, over. It looked like a star and it was, there's like this little kind of triangle formation within the sky and we kind of used like the shapes to try to figure out where we're both looking. So there was this little triangle And within the middle of the triangle, there was another star, what we thought was a star, which we still don't know what it is today, that was moving up, down, left, right. And, like, as quickly as I'm saying that, that's how quickly it was moving. And if you look at the sky and you watch satellites, they don't move that quickly. But it was to the
0: right of the Big Dipper. So, I mean, it was all the way up there and it was not a satellite. That's, like, we love to, like, pinpoint and you can watch satellites they, they have, like, a slow, steady movement. I mean, and we can see, like, 30, 40
1: satellites a night just sitting up there. Yeah, even airplanes that fly really high like that, they move probably, you know, looks... Like it they're moving the same pace as a satellite, obviously they're not. But to the naked eye, I mean, the point being, this thing that was moving was not a satellite, was not an airplane. And it remains a mystery. <laughs> it's a mystery. It was.
0: We truly yeah. believe we saw a something that was unidentified. So a, a UFO. But yes. I mean, <laughs> we're not crackpots like some people. But I, I you know... That 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 comes to another topic. I, I think that a lot of people that don't believe that there's something else out there, they really need to stop and open their imagination because there has to be other there's other galaxies, there's other
1: planets, there has to be some kind of life. Maybe we don't. We can't. I mean, there's not. We're not saying that there's little green men that are flying around there. But I just think that. Although (laughs) I myself, yeah, do resemble a gray with my large eyes and bald head. (laughs) I know, but just I think (laughs) to think that you're the only species, and not the only species, but the only intelligent life form in the entire universe. I think is is not pretty close-minded. Yeah, it's it's very close-minded. But I mean, there there has to be. Oh,
0: and you know what. You have to watch Ancient Aliens. Yes. If anybody ever didn't watch it, I mean, we're scientists, okay? My background, you know, come on, cognitive neuroscience, behavioral psychology. Jess is, you know, uh, biochemistry is her big thing and now psychology. And, and so we're scientists. So we believe in factual information. But if you ever watch Ancient Aliens... They pose some really great questions. Yeah,
1: some things are maybe a little bit far out there, but most of them are. You know, it just it's interesting to sit down and think about it. If you open up your mind and really sit there and think about it, doesn't mean you have to believe everything that they say. but right. Like, use your critical thinking skills and think for one second. Maybe the world isn't exactly what I always thought it was, and that to me is just that's. I mean, that's eye opening. Yeah, of I
0: mean, they show how like the pyramid. Like, how could they have moved? You know, these huge rocks, these tons of rocks, and then some people out there might be saying, well, you know, they had their own system and they put logs and blah, blah, blah. They they explain in the show how it's physically impossible for people today to actually move things without these large, large uh, machinery. Or better yet, I love when they, they show the precision of these. Yeah, the faces and
1: all yeah. of the things in Egypt, like they're literally perfectly symmetrical, which is impossible to do with like a chisel. And that's all they had back there. They right. said the diamond, right? It was a diamond. The cutting. diamond
0: cut. They say the diamond cut can't even get it as smooth. as they did it like how did it with such precision and then you look at the right of the face and the left of the face and they're exactly the
1: same yeah
0: and how is that possible anybody who's out there who's in art you know when you draw you're pushing when you're right-handed you're pushing to the left you're pulling to the right so you're always going to be a couple of millimeters off with a drawing even. So how would they have gotten those statues to be
1: 100% exact? Yeah, that's freaky weird. It just popped in my head. Did you know that? Did you see the pictures recently that they found that the Easter Island heads have bodies? They're like like feet down into the ground. They have bodies. They're not just heads. They have bodies. Oh it's my ama- you gosh. If you get a chance our listeners please google it yeah i think that i don't think that's like photoshopped either i think it's real they really like dug up the ground and like like twice as long as the head is is how long the body is oh and there's there's bodies they're not just easter egg or easter island heads <laughs> really it's amazing yeah i, I did just not saw see that.
0: that oh my god i have to see that i think that's so cool so i think you know this just shows us that there are so many wonders to the world and people really need to step outside of their little bubbles. Although we love our little bubble. We're
1: pretty, we're pretty reclusive. I mean, we (laughs) we take (laughs) walks at night so that we don't have to walk with other people because (laughs) other people have dogs and our dogs bark at their dogs. And it's just easier to walk at night. I know. As
0: much as we like love people and like we so love people and talking. What I mean by reclusive is, you know, the way our house is situated and there's a lot of land around us. And
1: yeah, I mean, for us, that seclusion is kind of what helps us have a more simple living,
0: like, we're four miles away from our parents and my, or Jess's grandparents, my parents, and they have the mini donkeys. Actually, Jess and I were just featured on Discover Wisconsin. And I think um, this would be great time to play a clip from the show on there and kind of sums up what we're talking about. Yeah. So here's that clip right now. I think the biggest thing with people nowadays is they really don't focus on the simple things in life. It's really important that smell the roses. so important that you do that because people are always looking for those extrinsic things that can bring them happiness. And then once they get them, guess what? They don't find the happiness. So they need to kind of tone it down, look within, look for that intrinsic happiness. I lived in New York for 10 years. Couldn't wait to move back and bring my daughter um, to Wisconsin where We have grass and we have our donkeys behind us and close to my parents. Kids are constantly living in fear. I mean, every day they're hearing all these negative voices and it's really important that they don't listen to that. They really need to focus forward, stay positive, and remember, I mean, they're the the next generation. The old adage, see it to believe it, is incorrect. It's we need to believe it and then we can see it happen. So those positive affirmations are super important. The next thing, meditation, is brain power. You need to be able to grab your brain, you need to get hold of it. The more you go into the relaxed state, you're more into an alpha, less, that means less heart attacks, less stress. And the way you do that is by learning to retrain your brain to master it all. I think that's the key to success in life, is being able to find that happiness from within.
1: So yeah, that's the audio of it. If you want to catch the video, you can see our cute little mini donkeys that totally stole the show. (laughs) Totally stole the show. So, (laughs) And that's part of the whole simple living.
0: And, you know, I'm I'm really glad I, I did make the decision to move back to Wisconsin. And we're really happy to be able to share our little tips and tricks
1: in simple living. And we hope you enjoyed our show. So I think the moral of this episode really is to, you know, do what you love to do. Appreciate every little thing, whether it be, you know, taking a walk during a storm or sitting there and and staring at the stars. And, you know, appreciating the little things in life are really what define simple living. It is. Simple living is just doing what makes you happy, appreciating the little
0: things. Right. And in our Retrain Your Brain to Master Dog program, we really focus on mindfulness And mindfulness is just really appreciating those little things, like Jess was saying, and be able to enjoy your life. And by really focusing on the little things, it really helps to deepen your relationships with others. Like by understanding the simple mindfulness of the simple little things in life, like looking your kitty in the eyes lovingly or (laughs) being able to share, share, like catching fireflies or just sitting outside in a storm you know, it's those little things that that bring you absolute peace and happiness. And that's why we're here. We're here to just give you a little bit of inspiration, motivation, and help you learn to enjoy your life the best you can. So, you know, if you're really not ready to fully commit, but you're really interested about how do you live a simple life, we can help kickstart you on your new journey with our Retrain Your Brain 101 Introductory Course. And for those of you who are fully committed, We have our Retrain Your Brain to Master it all full course. And this course helps
1: you learn the simple way to take measurable daily actions toward reaching your goals and helps you create positive beliefs and habits that leave your excuses and fears behind, basically just sending you on your path to success. And if you're interested in getting more information about these courses, feel free to visit our website, jodijess.com. That's J-O-D-I-J-E-S-S.com. We also have a 10-minute free training course that we offer to
0: people to help them be able to learn to live their life by design, not default. And basically, it shows you about your intuition internal conflicts. It helps you master mental habits. We talk about eliminating negative self talk, which we all do. We all have that little voice inside our head telling us we can't do something. What if you would tell your little voice that you can do something? What would it feel like if you could eliminate your anxiety, stress, stress, and well,
1: click on our jodijess.com and you can find out. And once again, just to reiterate, this is a free mini course. This is available to you at any time. Whenever you're ready, you can take as long as you want. And it is available at jodijess.com. Again, that's j-o-d-i-j-e-s-s dot com. We thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, you only have one life to live. So make it the best life possible. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next time. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Jody and Jess Mad Podcast. Want more inspiration in your life? Please visit jodyjess.com. That's JodiJess.com. That's J-O-D-I-J-E-S-S dot com. Or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at JodiJessPod. J-O-D-I-J-E-S-S pod.